Todd for breakfast. On the Beat does return this week, and uh, as always, we've got Senior Sergeant Chris Martin in the studio. Morning, how you doing? Good morning, Todd. Good morning, listeners. And uh, you've uh, dragged along a special guest from last time once again. Senior Sergeant Russell Hurst. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Todd. Uh, apparently, the reviews last week were pretty good, so pretty we're good. back again. The show yeah. is heading to the stratosphere mm. in popularity. Agreed. It's not much to do with you, I might add, but it's good to see you here anyway. Mm. Thanks for coming along. You're looking particularly well this morning, Russell. My dulcet tones add a little bit of uh, inspiration <laughs> hey, to the listeners. At least they can understand you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, look, let's get to uh, business because uh, I'm sure, uh, at least around Geraldton anyway, uh, people are very much aware of a uh, fire that occurred uh, around the CBD last week. Yes. Um, look, probably the biggest incident in the last seven days. Um, the community will have seen it, you know, on social media, on local news, but certainly around the, the gossip chats, etc. I just want to set the record straight. There was a fire last week at the Department of Communities building on Marine Terrace. Look, a really, really untidy incident, um, but I'm glad to report that um, no one was significantly injured um, in the in the matter. Um, look, what I can say is there was a fire around uh, 2 p.m. inside the building. The fire quickly spread throughout the whole building. It is a bit of an older one, as, as the community will know. I think it's a listed building, actually, but uh, it was a, it's a pretty old building there. It got engulfed in flames pretty quickly. I'm glad to see that um, everyone that was in the building got out safely. So hats off to the Department of Communities for some very, very quick thinking there, getting everyone out. Um, look, the person who was responsible was apprehended very quickly thereafter. About two hours later, he was identified. So uh, I suppose a thank you from me to, first of all, the staff at the Department of Communities for their understanding at this difficult time, having moved from the building to another one. That will be quite unsettling for a lot of them, given that they've been there for a long time. And the community regularly mm. use that facility to raise housing complaints and so on. So there will be a slight adjustment to, to that service. And I'm sure that... Um, the team down there will, will make every effort to help the community. But the quick thinking there was fantastic. Second of all, the, a big thanks to um, you know Department of Fire and Emergency Services. They were down there real quickly, real quickly to extinguish the fire, to make sure it didn't spread any further again. Todd Marine Terrace, it's one of the busiest streets mm. in town. I'm glad to say they were really, really fantastic. Put the fire out as quickly as possible with minimal damage to any other property. And and um, look, for the community members out there thinking, you know, who was responsible, we, we, we made that arrest. He was in custody, as I said, within about two hours. There's no other outstanding suspects. It was someone acting alone. Um, and the public should be reassured that there's no further danger at this stage to, to any other similar instances or... Um, behaviour of that type at this stage. So a real great collective effort by everyone involved. Yes, it was extremely dangerous, but mm. the you know the local services attended, and the the whole incident was wrapped up within about two or three hours. But um, you know that's the facts of the case. So um, we'll give you some more update on that when we know. Um, and I'm pretty sure the Department of Communities, so the the Department of Community Services have moved to the larger building on the Chapman Road. I think it is. Um, so look all the services are there if anyone still needs any of that help give them a ring um, and find out where they are but um, you know um, a bit untidy I'm, I'm glad to say that it passed without any major drama and um, 
everything that needs to be done has been done. All right. Chatting with uh, Senior Sergeant Chris Martin, of course. And uh, look, we spoke about it a couple of weeks ago when we caught up uh, the uh, the new Copper Chopper coming to uh, the Midwest to Geraldton and uh, certainly made its presence known. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was it was on the air and everywhere. Well, see. Thanks, Russell. Yeah, right, Russell. Uh, that was Russell's hamstrings, everyone, just um, straightening out for the, for After the, the game last night. Um, so, um, look, the, the helicopter was in the area. And, you know, if you were in Geraldton, you definitely would have seen it, heard it. Um, someone talking about it, and um, we had a real uh, up close look um, at the the um, the appliance uh, in Kalbari last week, and what a piece of kit! I tell you what, what a piece of kit! Fantastic. Um, I don't know a lot about heli- helicopters, but it just looked a piece, you know. Um, some of the community have given us feedback that they may have been playing music in certain suburbs of of Geraldton. I, oh, can't, okay. I can't confirm or deny that, but it was all meant in a comical sense, obviously. <laughs> um, there was the odd sirens, etc. heard in the distance, but look, great piece of kit. So it came to the OIC conference on Monday and Tuesday. We had a good look at it there. The Kalbari community had a good look at it, pressed buttons and and pull the wires out and etc. But it's so it's fantastic. Um, and it's good to speak to some of the some of the pilots there because the, mm. the the actual capabilities of it's fantastic. It can be used for a number of things, uh, including searches for missing people, search warrants, operational matters. Um, it can be used for you know community events. It's a real fantastic piece of kit. When it came back to Geraldton, it got involved in a few active operations. Um, those who chose to ride off road motorcycles would have found the police caught up with you pretty quickly because there is no hiding from mm-hmm. a helicopter. Um, and it got involved in some very minor missing person investigations and it was um, pivotal in the arrest of the offender from the fire on Friday. So we used it to its best of its uh, abilities. There was a lot of show and tell community stuff, so I hope those people out there who wanted to have a look got a chance. It was at a number of primary schools. There was a showing at the airport, but it will be back. It's not over. This is mm-hmm. going to be a, a resource we regularly use for operations. So the Jelton community should be used to seeing it um, a couple of times a year in Geraldton or more. Um, for the crooks out there listening, we're not going to tell you when that's going to be, so you better clean up your act because if we don't find you in a car, we'll find you from the sky. Mm-hmm. So um, look, a great piece of kit um, and very happy that it's going to be coming back out to Geraldton very, very soon. All right, brilliant. It's actually uh, it's one of two helicopters the state of WA has picked up um, and like exactly what Chris said, the search and rescue capabilities of it are just awesome. Um, I think the second helicopter comes equipped with a winch and and the Fleur accessories and, and, you know, cameras that we otherwise have never had access to. So really, really good to see. Wow, brilliant. All right. Um, so you said Russell Hurst there, of course, and uh, Russell will um, uh, well, actually we'll go back to uh, Chris here, perhaps talking about the uh, the shoplifting. Yeah, so I suppose me and Russell can both talk about this, mm. and the listeners will recall we've talked about it um, several times um, on the show. But, um, look, this time of year, new financial year, the crime statistics are out and about, mm. and... Um, they will be available for um, public scrutiny. Look, and we're doing really well in a lot of areas. Burglaries have come right down across the state. Um, stealing of motor vehicles have come right down across the state. And I'm talking, Todd, over a kind of 30-year period. Mm-hmm. You know, they've come right down. You know, the, the advances in policing in the last 30 years have been phenomenal. And we're still experiencing that at a rapid pace now. At our conference last week, I think the, the Acting Commissioner gave a very good example of a serious investigation 30 years ago may have taken three months to solve. Hmm. Today, with today's technology, 
three days to solve. Wow. So, you know, the advances are huge. And while using a lot of that modern technology to investigate, you know, the most basic things like stealing from retail premises, shoplifting is the is the community will know it. And look, um, it's, it gives me no pleasure to say that it has risen in Geraldton, but it's risen across the world. It's risen across the country, across the state, and we are unfortunately not immune from that. But you can bet your bottom dollar that we're doing everything we can to try and prevent it. And that includes a lot of the work Russell's done with the retailers, banning orders, working with... Um, the retailers' um, apprehension teams in the store themselves, you know, loss prevention officers, etc. So it's a combined effort between us, um, shopping centre security, um, retailer security, banning orders, the help of the courts. Um, yep, the instances haven't up, but, but I expect to see that drop in the next 12 months significantly. You know, why are people doing it? Well, there's probably a number of reasons for it. Uh, cost of living pressures, um, the change in some of the um some of the criminal behavior around burglaries and stealings um and just you know the, the in some cases people are desperate so people are people are struggling you know um to put to put food on the table at times but we think a lot of it's still used to fuel other more serious criminal offending the purchase of controlled drugs etc so you know all of that's heavily involved in it um but um in Geraldton in particular i can say with every confidence, we're, we're making um, every effort to try and reduce it as much as we can. And I and I can I implore the community to keep reporting matters to us, keep letting us know when people are walking out of shops with trolley full of stuff. It's not acceptable. We don't want to see it. You know, off duty, we're members of the community ourselves. There's loads of people out there doing the hard yards to put mm. food on the table. Um, but um, you know, as I say, in the next 12 months, I expect to see it come down a lot because of those measures taken by ourselves and a lot of Russell's team. Brilliant. Uh, on the beat with uh, Senior Sergeant Chris Martin and uh, Senior Sergeant Russell Hurst. Uh, Russell, we'll throw over to you now um, because there was a, um, I guess, uh, a community meeting um, held recently in regards to the uh, rock throwing. Yeah, there was. We had, it was a really good opportunity to get some of our um, younger kids to meet with victims and hear from victims firsthand exactly how rock throwing impacted them, how it impacts their life and what the long-term effects of it are. So whilst... The kids may see a smashed window at the time and it's a, a there and then outcome for them. For victims, it's it's the anxiousness of driving down the street. It's the avoidance of driving in certain areas. It's the cost that it goes ongoing to them. Um, one of the ladies, uh, Val Jones, actually spoke about uh, how her sisters are, are ill and you know the impact it's had on her not being able to take them to the hospital, not being able to go to visit them when she wants to. Um, and that message, I think, really resonated with some of the kids. Part of the uh, meeting was about showing them a, a local video that um, was filmed in Northern Territory, and it sent a really, really clear message to the kids that I think um, they understood. It's confronting. It's 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 quite visual, um, but you know, collectively with with the teachers, um, you know, with. Superintendent Post talking and those sorts of things as well. I think the message really got out there and, and got through to some of these kids that we needed it to. So uh, we'll continue to deliver that package and we're going to keep working with schools where we can, um, hopefully deliver it to a few more classrooms where possible um, and just get the message out. There's just not acceptable behaviour. Um, you're putting yourselves at risk. You're putting your loved ones at risk. And, you know, one of the questions we asked the kids was, you know, how are you going to feel if that if that's one of your loved ones that, 
dies as a result of the car you ginged uh, losing control and, and hitting one of your, your loved one's vehicles or one of your loved ones walking down the street or something like that. So a little bit more to consider than just your run-of-the-mill, mm. hey, let's, let's ging a rock and you know, run off down the street. So there's, you know, it impacts people a lot more. Yeah. Uh, Senior Sergeant Russell Hurst there. Um, We also have Senior Sergeant Chris Martin on the beat, of course. Um, And I suppose just before we do wrap up, we did have a bit of a conversation at the end of our chat last week in regards to uh, when to quit, when to keep on going. So this has been great. We haven't had a lot of... um community if, um, online feedback but I was I was um, bailed up as you say in the sh- shopping uh, centre last week um, someone told me look if you're going to play sports keep going until you physically can't and I'm glad to report mm-hmm. for all those soccer fans out there my, my right foot is finally healing up from me breaking it a couple of weeks ago at the rage cage and I Maybe a bit of frivolity and stupid mm. carry on, um, but it's all healing up. I'll be back in the soccer pitch before you know it. Um, but you know, it makes a good point. This this fellow was, I'm going to say, in his fifties or sixties, and he just said, "Look, you know, you regret not being able to play now, um, but you know, being involved in the community sport is absolutely mm. critical." Um, and that goes from kicking a football, catching up an oval ball. AFL to, to throwing balls you know so um, it's fantastic and um, you know it's really inspired me to keep going and try and stay as healthy as I can but um, I, I can tell you the next time I pull a hamstring Todd that's it that's I, it that, I think that's it like I've got nothing left after that you know I'm more about the coaching side of things mm-hmm. now the management side of things you know make sure that my under 10s team win every single game yep. every single week <laughs> by 10 goals or more it's about winning anything less than that winning. the standards are important Russell anything less than that for those listening on the team is unacceptable so <laughs> uh, but no great great feedback and you know that's what we like we, we, you know we don't mind having a chat in the street how's it going if you listen to the show mm. you want to know what's going on you know we're, we're happy to have a discussion about yeah. it so we bumped into the lolly aisle together at one time had we, a bit of a chat we did <laughs> <laughs> we did. That was a that was a fantastic uh, experience. I think your trolley was more full than mine. But um, but no, I, I don't mind a lolly either. So that's pretty good. Russell lollies. What's your favourite one? Wine gums. Pascal wine oh, gums. Oh really? Yeah. It's an, it's an old favourite, yeah. but it's uh, unbeatable. I love them. All right. So Will you be having a, a few. Any wine deliveries gums? at the station are accepted, I guess. Wow. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, all right. So before you guys go, you want to uh, send out a, a very special message. Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, good luck to the Buccaneers this week. Uh, as much as it pains me to say that, being a Golfers Giants <laughs> life member, I uh, watched the boys play last weekend at home. They absolutely smashed yeah. them. Uh, being part of the Gerald community has been amazing. And, uh, you know, to see boys like Matt Wandenberg and Aaron Ralph and, and uh, Johnny Narkle getting around and, and playing is fantastic. Um, Johnny Narkle's three pointer uh, oh, just before half time yeah. was absolutely so, inspirational. Yeah. And, um, you know, to see the boys still running around, especially the ones I used to play against, is just fantastic. So good luck, Matt. Good luck, Ralphie, and um, smash them. How come they're still running around, Russell, and you're, you're not anymore? <laughs> About commitments. Commitments, right. Commitments. Okay. Uh, work and family's yeah. taken a bit of a bit of a uh, precedence for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just my commitment to the job, Chris. Right, no, wonderful. The community should be reassured that you're fully committed to... Fully committed. ...being a police officer. So look, I'll, I'll echo those sentiments. Good luck to the Bucks. Um, not a big basketball fan myself, but I have become one since I came to Geraldton. I regularly go along with the family. We have a great night. It's fantastic. Johnny Narco, fantastic. Uh, looking forward to guys getting through. Let's do it. Let's do it for Geraldton and let's put them back on top. Very good. Good luck, boys. <laughs> <laughs>